Anyone's Game podcast. Following women's football. Hello everyone, welcome back to I Know Best, an Anyone's Game podcast where my pundits argue their points of view over the last seven days of women's football in Scotland, all in a bid to be crowned the pundit who supposedly knows best. I'm your host Gordon McComb, joining me today is Kenny Bogue. Good evening all. Robbie Hanratty. Good to be here Gordon. And Chris Toner. Good evening. Alright folks, we've still got your usual four questions, one prediction and one thing that's entirely out of left field. But we do have a change to the scoring this week. Gone is the voting for each other malarkey that's been going on up to this point. And now instead, you, dear listener, have the pundits in the palm of your hand as you'll get to decide who knows best as we have a series of polls going up on Twitter and Instagram. And you'll go and vote on that. And you'll be the one that crowns our I Know Best winner this week. So make sure you're heading to the Anyone's Game social channels, giving us a follow if you haven't already, and making sure you pick the answer you most agree with. With that new twist covered, we'll dive right into our first question of the week. Uh, Kenny, you're going to start us off. Who or what is your pick for surprise of the week? Well, my pick is someone who I believe would have been so surprised this week as I was watching, obviously, the Spartans game and Spartan goalkeeper Rachel Harrison. Uh, towards the end of the game, obviously, Josie Girard hit a shot that bounced off the post and it bounced straight back into the arms of Harrison. And I can just imagine... How surprised she would be, just turning around, boom, the ball's there, the sides are still level, and so Rachel Harrison is my most surprised of the week. I like it, I like it, it's a little twist on, on the formula. Chris, you're up next, uh, who's your surprise of the week? Um, my surprise of the week is um, Charlie Wellens, her chance in the first half of the Old Thurman Sunday, um, it was a golden opportunity to get Celtic back into the game, normally she's been firing on all cylinders this season, scoring goals for fun. Um, I think she's even after that she's still got more goals and appearances in the league. Um, but this time she put it wide of the post. Um, and if I feel if that she scores that, then it could have really kickstarted the Celtic comeback. Um, I don't think she looked like she was confident for the rest of the game after it. What was the score, Chris, in the game? Uh, BVG. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be I know best without a little duel between the the old firm favourites here. Um, Robbie, though, take take us away from take us away from that chat and tell us what your pick is for surprise of the week. So my surprise of the week was one that when I seen on social media that going by surprise of the week, it did fairly surprise me because it's not a story here every day. It was between two PSG players. Incident was involving Amanita Diallo and Kerson Hamurai. And we both play for PSG and France and in competition with each other for places in the side. And Diallo arranged for two masked men to drag Hamurai out her car and injure her to eliminate her for competition places. And I just thought it was absolutely mental that a player would go to that extent to try keep their place in the team. And especially the fact that L'Equipe in France were saying that the two had went on holiday together only in the summer and were friends. So there's something strange about that whole story and very surprising. Yeah, certainly uh, one of the stranger stories to come out. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 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 I can't even really put to words uh, the kind of the shock of it all in that uh, two two players would, as you say, been on holidays with each other. And, and that's that's allegedly what's happened. And uh, yeah, uh, shocking, shocking to say the least. Um, but... 
With our uh, different take on the scoring, I'm going to give each of our pundits another chance just to persuade you, the voting public, as to why their pick for surprise of the week is the right one. Kenny, quick summary. Well, basically, I mean, you're, you know, that shot, you see it come back off the post, you're the goalkeeper, you turn around and think, oh no, where's it gone? Boom, Rachel Harrison has it in her hands, we still get a point, what a surprise, fantastic. Chris, why is your pick better than Kenny or Robbie's? Um, just as I've touched on, um, Charlie, she's been fantastic all season to this point. Um, as I say, he's firing all cylinders. Um, that was her best chance of the game. Normally she would take such a chance, and on this occasion she unfortunately didn't. So I'd say that's a real surprise. Robbie, you've heard the other two as well, and uh, yours, like we say, perhaps the most shocking uh, in the case of whether or not it's surprising is, is up for debate. And whether or not it qualifies as uh, women's football in Scotland, I think there's an answer there. So I don't know if we're going to put a flag on the play on that one. Uh, but tell us why your pick is, is the choice rather than the other two that we've heard. I just think it's utter madness and probably took the whole footballing world by surprise. You've seen the lot of tens of thousands of people retweeting the story on social media, people that usually, no disrespect, might have not given women's football the time of day but I think just the nature of the story just surprised me and I'm sure about a lot of other people. And I think it merits because it's quite left field. And I know it's not exactly Scottish women's football, but I think it deserves to be there. OK, well, you've heard from our three pundits. You've got your choices. Don't forget, head to Twitter or Instagram uh, to cash your vote. Decide which of the pundits knew best on that one. Because next up, we're going to look at individual moment of the week instead. Whether it's something that's sheer brilliance or utter madness, it could be anything in between or something else entirely. Chris, you're going to get us started with your choice for a moment of the week. Um, so I'm going with Hearts captain Georgia Hunter's winner um, from the corner. Um, it came moments after a save from Warren McGregor that looked like it would um, salvage your team a point. But um, no, um, Georgia Hunter's goal steps up, captain, what do you expect? Um, and it lifts the Hearts off the bottom of the table. Yeah, good choice, good choice. How about you, Kenny? Uh, well, my moment of the week was a special moment for an individual, and I'm going for Carla Boyce, obviously grabbing a hat-trick in her home debut for Motherwell against Aberdeen. Uh, as we all know, for any striker, when you hit him, when you start playing in a new club, you want to start scoring goals, and so to bang in a hat-trick uh, and win your side three points in a big game against Aberdeen, for me, what a moment for Carla Boyce. So she is my moment of the week. All right, and Robbie, what's your choice for a moment of the week? My moment of the week is Hibernian midfielder Amy Gallagher's tackle to my Julia Mullen when Mullen was basically clean through on goal, could have made it 2-0 to Glasgow City and Amy Gallagher timed her tackle tremendously. I thought it was fantastic and I'll say it just summarised why there has been so much chat for Gallagher to maybe get a Scotland call up in the near future. All right, Chris, well, you've heard what the other two have had to say. Um... How do you persuade all the listeners why your choice is the right choice? Um, so, yeah, I think you should vote for um, Georgia Hunter as moment of the week because um just got that big story about it. Um, the captain stepped up moments after it looks like the team's going to have to settle for a point and the captain steps up and gets her team the win and off the bottom of the table. All right, Kenny. Uh, what do you say to those that would suggest that your moment of the week isn't the best of the three? 
Well, I would say it is the best because it's my opinion, right? So you should definitely vote for that. But uh, no, I'm only joking. <laughs> but uh, Callum, the fact any football fan, any football player that listens to this show, you score your first hat trick for your new club. What a moment that is! Need I say more? No, you know what? If if you've got nothing more you want to add to that, that's a moment you're willing to, to stand on and have that on its own to fight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Robbie, though, um, Kenny seems pretty confident in his choice or moment of the week. Why is yours better? Well, I must say, it feels like we're on the X Factor here, going through our pitches. I've just been waiting for the phone lines to come on next, but I know Hibs did lose to, you know, to Glasgow City in the end, but I just think the significance at that moment of the match of Amy Gallagher's tackle it also got pinpointed by Julie Fleeting and Jane Lewis on the sports scene highlights. I just think it was a fantastic tackle and a standout moment from a player that's been doing extremely well this season. Yeah, it's not often defensive moments get recognised. Glad to see there's one in the mix as well. But that's us down two questions already. Don't forget, you can vote for your preferred choice on our Twitter page or on Instagram. It's at underscore anyone's game or you can just fire anyone's game into a search bar to find us. If you don't have us followed already, why don't you get that done while you're there and you'll keep up to date with all we do. I took a hiatus last time out, but goal of the week makes a return to the choices for our pundits this week. And there was a goal in every game and three or more in all but one game in the SWPL 1 or 2 last weekend. So there's plenty for the pundits to pick from. Whose strike is worthy of taking the crown this week, Robbie? Well, I have went for Aberdeen striker Bailey Hutchison, who scored a fantastic dink over the goalkeeper as she tried to lead her side back into the match against Motherwell in that 4-3 filler on Sunday. I must say, Hutchison, she was top goal scorer in the SWPL2 last season, scored some really important goals, and she struggled with injuries so far this season. So being back in the side from the start and scoring a fantastic goal just merited my goal of the week. Something positive for the Dons for a change. All right, Kenny, where do you stand for a goal of the week? Who's your pick? Well, I just have to say this weekend, there were some absolutely fantastic goals. I mean, obviously, Robbie just highlighted a, a wonderful goal there from Bailey Hutchison. You had Jane Ross's chip uh, against Celtic, which was wonderful. Chris mentioned it earlier, but I actually looked at it and thought it was a fantastic goal. But Hearts captain, uh, Georgia Hunters, touch and finish the week party. But my goal of the week is going to Spartans, Rosie McQuillan, uh, her equaliser against Hamilton, they were 1-0 down, she chips the keeper, just the, the composure and the finish I just thought was absolutely superb, so my goal of the week is for Spartans, Rosie McQuillan. Not, not trying to curry favour there, were you, by mentioning as many different teams as you could, just to be like, yeah, no, I appreciate your goals, but vote for my one, because my one's the right one, eh? I just thought there was, just, there was so many good goals, it was a great weekend for goals, I have to admit. No, it was a good one. It was a good one. And Chris, you've obviously got something different to the other two. So what's your choice? Um, yeah, so I was a bit torn. Um, Kenny's obviously mentioned Jane Ross's goal against Celtic. Um, couldn't really go for that one myself because it just hurt a bit too much seeing it go in after 90 seconds and that was enough to put Celtic to the sword. But um, I'm going with uh, Priscilla Chinchia's goal against Hibs. Um looked fluky um, did she mean it maybe it was good and I got heavy Ronaldinho at the 2002 World Cup vibes yeah no I, I see I see what you've seen there I see what you've seen and we'll go back to Robbie and now having heard what the other two have to say uh, why is Bailey Hutchinson's finish the top finish 
over the weekend. Well, needless to say, as an Aberdeen fan, thought it was fantastic to see the type of goals that Aberdeen scored. Both goals, two of the goals they scored against Motherwell were fantastic, but Hutchison in particular, brilliant dink over the goalkeeper, back firing on all cylinders, fit for Aberdeen, and I think just was a really fantastic goal. And I'm sure the Aberdeen contingent listening to this podcast will be clicking a vote onto that. No, I see how it is. I see how it is. Kenny, what are you going to do to try and win back votes from the Aberdeen contingent? Well, no shameful plugs like that, put it that way. But um, just Rosie McCullough, I just thought the ball over to her was fantastic. The way she sort of touched the touch, she sees where the goalkeeper is and just sort of chips it over her. Absolutely fantastic finish. So, uh, Spartans fans, vote Rosie. <laughs> shameless plugs all around. Chris, are you going to complete the, the roundup of shameless plugs here? Um, yeah, as I say, um, it might have looked fluky, but I feel she sort of meant it. So um, if you, you're a fan of goals like that, something a bit different, um, it's like, did they mean it or not? Um, yeah, then yeah, I think your vote should go to me. All right, well, let us know what you think. Don't forget to vote. And which of those three was your pick? Don't forget as well, you can comment uh, underneath to let us know which one we missed if there was one you saw and thought, nah, there's no way that's not got in. Uh, don't forget to let us know how the pundits have got it wrong by missing one rather than the ones they've picked. We've got to move on to the fourth and final question. And it's sometimes said that folk like us are all talk. Frankly, we all sit on a podcast and talk all the time, so it's, it's probably accurate. Uh, but we've got to have a look at what others have said or written this week anyway. Kenny, you uh, kick us off for Soundbite of the Week. Well, I'm going for, obviously, we all watch sports scene, but the Neve Farley goal uh, against Hibs, obviously, for Glasgow City, What our celebration is just fantastic, and I'm pretty sure you can hear her shout, yes, through the television. Our roar is just been, it's superb. So, Neve Farley's celebration and roar for the second goal for Glasgow City against Hibs which was shown just by BBC Sports scene. Well done, Lee Farley. All right. Robbie, how about you for some better of the week? I went for a pal who we had on the podcast this week, Robin McCafferty. She scored an absolute fantastic goal in training and the Spartans Twitter put on a video of her saying, did you catch that admin? Get that on Twitter. And she sent it back, young centre-back, and she fired it straight into the top corner. So thought it was just a great soundbite and... Great goal in general. It's uh, one of those moments where, yeah, if you're if you're admin at that point, your heart's in your mouth to make sure you have actually got it. Because <laughs> imagine the dog's abuse you'd get if you'd missed it. Uh, but Chris, how do you stand for a soundbite of the week? Um, once again, I have gone for Dean Gibson, who branded um, Hibernian's performance against Glasgow City as the worst performance in his 20 months at the club and the fact that it was against a good side. Yeah, we, Dean, you've made a lot of appearances in this pod. You're, you're good for a soundbite, and I think that's a, a another good one. But with that, having heard you know, all the ones on offer, Kenny, uh, yours less a soundbite, more of a, a sound noise in a way, but why is your choice uh, the best choice? I just think for anyone watching football, we all love goals, we all love people scoring goals, and we all love people's reaction to goals. And Neve Farley's reaction to her second goal is absolutely fantastic. You can just see the joy in her face. As to you know how how pleased she is to have scored that goal, and you can hear the joy through through the ass. So yeah, I think that's why Neve should get the vote for uh, soundbite of the week. 
Robbie, yeah. Uh, I mean, competing with a sound noise as much as a sound bite, but uh, your one. Why is, why is your one the pick of the bunch? Uh, not just because Robin McCafferty is sponsored by anyone's game this season, <laughs> but I think we all appreciate that centre-backs are not usually known for scoring too many goals, usually a header. And yes, I know it was in training, but the fact that they did catch it on camera and it was a perfectly placed finish into the top corner from a Robin, it just has to get the bite of the week. Just for what she says in general, saying, did you catch that admin? Because as you say, Gordon, as someone who works in club media, you'll know how crucial it is to not miss any key moments. Yeah, more, more to the point, I know exactly <laughs> what happens when you do. So yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I totally understand the choice there. And uh, Chris... You've heard the, what the other two have had to say. Um, why is Dean Gibson's uh, panning of his perform of his team's performance the the one people should be voting for? Um, just because he seems to, no matter how his team performance or what result they get, he always seems to come out with something that always gets you talking. So, um, yeah, it's another one of the collection. Um, vote for it. All right. Well, that's. Our four questions done and dusted. Make sure, like I say, you head to Twitter, you head to Instagram. Let our pundits know who you think knows best. Don't forget, though, you can chime in with your alternate suggestions. What did we miss out on? I know we said it for the goal, but obviously, what have you heard said that you think needs to have made soundbite? Is there a moment we missed? And what caught you off guard from the weekend just gone by? We'll put last weekend to one side and get ready for a double, double header of SWPL Cup action coming on Sunday. The games are back to back at Fourth Bank Stadium with a 12 o'clock kickoff of Glasgow City versus Spartans before Celtic and Hibs will duel it out to take the other place in the final. Chris, you're up first and you've got to give us your big prediction for the weekend. Yeah, so I'm going with a bold one that when all is said and done on Sunday, the two finalists will be. Glasgow City and Hibernian. Yeah, I think I think you could be bolder. I think when you're saying about a bold prediction, I think there's, there's boldness there. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I I know there's a, an element of of you know being uh, being responsible with your with your prediction there. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I rate it. I rate it. Robbie, how about you for prediction of the weekend? My prediction is probably least expected. Spartans, we spoke, you and I spoke to Callie Gabe and Robin McCafferty just a couple of days ago to preview this big game. It's like a cup final for Spartans. Probably didn't expect to find themselves in the semi-final. And I think I'd love to keep the optimism of the Spartans player and I'm going to go 2-1 Spartans against Glasgow City to cement their place in the SWPL Cup final. And for added bonus, Robin McCafferty to score the winner. Really doubled down on that one. Yeah, that, that is bold. That is bold. Right, Kenny, well, how about you for a prediction of the weekend? Uh, well, my big, it's not really a big prediction, but I believe that both semi-finals will be settled by one goal. Ah, the classic cup, you know, nerves, all that. Just needing the, the one off someone's knee, someone's shin, whatever it takes, just to make sure you get through to the final, that kind of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I just believe there'll be tight affairs, and I can just see. I don't know. I just think I'm not going to say who's going to win what or who's going to go through, but I believe there'll be one goal in each game that decides it. All right. Well, that's our predictions made. We'll see. Come close of play Sunday, who's got it spot on and who's left looking back on what could have been instead. (laughs) 
Uh, we'll move on to our last talking point of the day, and as usual, we end by going for something completely different. Uh, for two teams on Sunday, they will end the day knocked out of the SWPL Cup and go down as losing semi-finalists. And there's got to be something just so forgettable and painful about being a losing semi-finalist. Your side is good enough to get close, but not quite good enough to even be the one that loses in the final, never mind wins it. And with that in mind, I've asked the pundits to give us an example of something else that's good. It's just not quite good enough. Robbie, why don't you kick us off? Well, I've went for that new album by the band that you love. You've heard the first one, you've got really into them, you've written a lot of anticipation for that new album. I used Arctic Monkeys, for example, and then they come out with something that just is okay, but just is not really that winner that you want. Yeah, no, fair enough. That 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 sophomore slump, as it were, uh, for, for an album uh, that just doesn't quite tickle your fancy. Chris, how about you? What's good, but not quite good enough? Um, so this is a bit current. Obviously, we're just less than two weeks removed from the clocks going back, the so-called extra in bed. When you think about it, you don't actually really get that extra in bed unless you actually need to be up for something on the Sunday. Um, because otherwise, all that actually really happens is you end up waking up an hour earlier than normal and you feel more refreshed and it just makes your day an hour longer by the clocks going back. Yeah, no, I, 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 see, I see where you're going with that and I like the currency of it. I like the currency of it. Kenny, round us off. What's good? It's just not quite good enough. Well, as most of you listen to the show regular know, I like to talk about food quite a lot. So I'm going for steak pie in a restaurant, right? Because you go, you go steak pie in a restaurant and you get... You get puff pastry and stew, so it's good, but it's just not quite good enough. It's not a steak pie. Yeah, no, I, I love the choices we've got for this, and don't forget, you're welcome to let us know what else tickles your fancy. It's something that's good, but not quite good enough in the same vein as I'm sure two teams come the end of play Sunday will be feeling that they were good, but not quite good enough to make an SWPL Cup final. And with that... We'll end it there for another I Know Best and we'll still find out over the course of the weekend who really does know best and that will be decided by your votes. Remember, it's at underscore anyone's game on both Twitter and Instagram or you can just search for anyone's game on both those platforms and you can cash your votes there and you'll crown a champion for this week. We'll obviously let you know on the next episode who won and uh, in the meantime, you can also let us know your predictions for Sunday and hopefully it's uh, two fantastic games worth watching and uh, sets us up for a, a really interesting final as well. So make sure you're getting yourself across to Fourth Bank Stadium for that one. Uh, and really all that's left for me to say is uh, thank you for joining me and for joining me, Chris. See you later, guys. For joining me, Robbie. Thank you very much for having me, Gordon. Enjoyed it again. And thanks for joining me, Kenny. You're welcome. I'm Gordon McComb. This was I Know Best for Anyone's Game. And you'll hear us in the next one. Bye-bye. 